0: Welcome forward. Now you're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. You know, the further we get away from the pandemic, the more I am reminded that we need to learn the rules of living beyond 2020. I think it was such a disruption uh to the extent that folks are still trying to figure out how to maneuver, how to pivot how to uh, uh, manipulate in a good way uh, the opportunities that are available to us today so that we can continue to uh, thrive. I say, if you made it out of 2020 and you survived, then now is your time to thrive. So joining me here on the Millionaire's Roundtable, um, I have a wonderful, wonderful uh, woman. She is uh, a real estate uh, broker. She is a real estate expert. She is an entrepreneur in every single way you can imagine. She is also a diamond member of New Wealth University, and she is taking every class uh, known to humankind <laughs> in order to help herself and others. And uh, without further ado, uh, I would like to welcome to the roundtable, Mrs. Othelia Shulls. Miss Othelia, welcome to the roundtable.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Dr.
0: Lynn. Yes, yes. I am so excited. And uh, you are, oh, I did not uh, share with our listeners that um, in addition to all of that, and we'll talk about all the things that you do, uh, but you are also one of the co-authors for our book, Beyond 2020, Life and Business Lessons on Thriving Amidst a Pandemic. And um, one of the things that you said in your opening Uh, you say this, you say, what will life and business look like beyond 2020? This pandemic has already made history for the world, especially within America. Life as we knew it will never be the same as it was prior to the 2020 new year. The children too young to realize the changes in how we live and do business will only read about what the world used to be like pre-pandemic. Everyone will be recounting the effects and how they survived this pandemic in their own family's history book. One of the things that you say, and I'm gonna jump down, you say to thrive amidst the pandemic, everybody must adjust to our new normal and more importantly, create their own personal normal. And I know for you, Ophelia, that that uh, means continuing to evolve as an entrepreneur. Can you tell us how did you get started on your journey as an entrepreneur?
1: Oh, yes, for sure. My, my journey started out, um, not so much as me wanting to become an entrepreneur, but seeing the need, even back then, to evolve. Um, I, I was from Colorado Springs and I married a military. My husband, Gregory Schultz, married him and ended up in Hinesville, Georgia. Um, I just graduated from uh, electronics and electronics assembly because that's the way the world was going at that time and that's where the money was at and as soon as I got to Georgia I found the the closest thing to electronics was a mom and pop TV shop so I ended up taking a job at McDonald's and just to make some extra money and I knew then that I really needed a career that I could take anywhere my husband went. Um, And I, before I'd gotten married, I'd been doing hair on the side and things like that. My mother was a cosmetologist, so I knew that that was the way for me. I loved doing hair. I loved the science of hair. I loved everything about that. So that was my first um, decision was to... Uh, get my cosmetology license and kind of start a career where I could do hair no matter where I was in the world. Wow!
0: Um, yeah. That, yeah. It does. So, so you know that that's kind of like I think what folks wound up having to figure out at the start of the pandemic is how you're going to be able to do the the work that you do, um, either a from anywhere in the world or b during any kind of situation. And we know that the restaurant industry uh those restaurants that were able to survive were those restaurants that were able to then go to you know take out curbside pickup and those restaurants that were still reliant upon people coming inside to sit down and dine um you know unfortunately had a a much tougher time, so it sounds like what you did. Um, is is something that you started well before the pandemic because you knew that you had to be able to um, earn money or if you, whether you had to or not you wanted to and you wanted to be able to do it independent of what was happening with moving and a career so so I think that that positions you very well um, to talk to us about all of the things that you 've done because you 've done quite a bit um, I would say you know starting off with real estate because I think folks are realizing. With the change in the stock market, inflation, and everything that's happening in the economy, gas prices—that real estate still is the foundation for building wealth. How did you choose real estate as a career specifically?
1: Yes. Um, while well, while I was a cosmetologist, I, I chose to, to take all areas of that profession just in case there was one day I couldn't stand behind the chair. But what I didn't realize is that one day I would come down with arthritis. So I started exploring real estate well before that. When my husband and I purchased our home, first home, um, we, I just watched the deal happen and watched the deal come together. And I knew I wanted to invest in real estate um, because I didn't believe things could even be done. I didn't even think that was legal. I thought we were doing something illegal because we got down payment assistance. We got, you know, um, got seller to play coats closing costs and things. And I was just amazed. So I wanted to invest in real estate, but I figured the best way would be to, you know, purchase more real estate. On our second purchase, we ran into a lot of racism, a lot of in every way, ageism, we were young, um, they were taking us to different areas and things like that, that we didn't want to be in. And so I figured if it was that difficult for my husband and I, as well qualified as we were, to purchase a home, how difficult is it for so many other, you know, disadvantaged, um, low income?
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? This we've got to hear more of this. The Harvest is here and the time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. The harvest is here. The time is now and it is still our season to win. And we are talking about uh, thriving beyond 2020 life and business lessons on thriving amidst the pandemic. And uh Ophelia Scholes is with us. Othelia, you uh started out your real estate career out again out of necessity. <laughs> One, yes. the move from uh being a hairstylist and facing arthritis, and then two, buying your home and facing all of the discrimination. And I mean, I'm listening to you and I'm quite frankly shocked because you said you experienced ageism. I I would say you experienced blackism. You you probably experienced sexism, like all of it. And, and and that, and that was not being too old. It was being too young. And I think at the end of the day, you know, our color and gender, unfortunately, um, give, you know, those who wish to discriminate and take the power, it, it all, it gives them a, basically a blank check of, of how they're going to write out the discrimination. So you were going through this and, and, and then what happened?
1: So so when I decided to get my real estate license, I decided to focus on people that needed credit repair, people that needed uh, and, uh, uh, to adjust their income, their bills, and so on, just to uh, get into a home. And that's where I focused my attention. And I ended up never, I never advertised. I just got word of mouth. Um advertisement and and clients coming in because i was helping people that never thought they could get into a home get into a home and and it was a big deal back then uh, when i first started out my real estate career because of the fact that there were so many minorities in the the community that didn't realize that they could own a home and they
0: could have a reasonable rate and they could pay less than their rent. They were paying it rent. Yeah. So I started out. Yeah. Wow. 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 You know, it's one of the reasons why with the home buyers club, as, as you know, my story is similar in that I was buying my third home last year. And um, if I did not know the real estate and the mortgage business, I'm telling you right now, we would not have gotten into that home. There were too many, uh, you know, end of the road mazes. We were basically forced into in areas. And then I'd say, no, that's not how this goes. It goes this way. Oh, no, that's not allowed. This is what you're supposed to do. And it's the reason why, you know, I've joined forces with you and you've joined forces with me and others to continue to educate people. Because um, even though it was happening Back when you started um, and all of the things that we've been through as a community and a world and all the the fair housing acts and so on and so forth. It's still happening today. Um, One of the things that you say um, in uh, Beyond 2020, in our book, Beyond 2020, you say something that's so profound. You say, I will always be an advocate for entrepreneurship. I believe that is the only way to assure you have employment since you decide your value and you dictate your time. I have always told my children to make sure they have a way to make money, even if no one else will give you a job. Very, very powerful. What advice, Ophelia, would you give others that are considering becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, my first advice
1: would be learn your um, whether I was a cosmetologist or a realtor, I took every class possible. I learned the science of hair. I learned the details in every aspect of real estate, appraisal, inspections, um, lending. Um, I learned my craft so I could protect my, my business and the people that I was serving. So that would be the first um, bit of advice that I would give. And... Um, know your resources, know who's around you, your support system, you know, don't assume that everybody sees your vision the way you see it, because I was shocked, I thought my ideas were the greatest, they were 100%, and when people gave me resistance, I'm like, you know, really, you don't see things the way I see it, so, you know, understand that everybody does is not going to have your hustle or see your vision the way you see it. Um, And don't be attended by that. Um, Stay on your path. Stay true to what you're wanting to do, the vision that you want, and you will be successful.
0: Wow. You know, I often say to people because, you know, one of the biggest complaints that I hear from folks who are starting their business is my friends and my family. Nobody's supporting me. And I always tell them, first of all, you cannot have a world-class business just off of your friends and family. That's a finite number of people that you know. And if you want a business, you're gonna have to go out into the bigger world, the bigger marketplace. And when you look at the bigger world and the bigger marketplace, it doesn't even compare to the small number of people who are technically your friends and family. And your friends and family are not gonna turn your your five-figure business into a six-figure business or your six-figure business into a seven-figure business. And guess what? God didn't give them the vision. He gave it to you. So keep stepping, keep moving. Um, Sometimes after you show them, maybe they'll get on board, maybe not. But that is excellent, excellent advice. Let me ask you this, Ophelia. How has the pandemic changed your business and how you uh, and how did you navigate those changes?
1: Uh, My business has always been, you know face-to-face, you know, with real estate, we're always meeting with people and, you know, taking and walking them through homes and, you know, meeting with them one-on-one. And that was everything in my business. The the pandemic totally shut that down. Um, we weren't able to meet in person. We had to do virtual tours for um, showings and so on. Um, I'd never, Uh, really gotten into the social media until Wealth University. Um, Thank you for that. So social media was something that was very intimidating for me. The pandemic changed that because I Social media is needed, you know. Being computer savvy, which I was already computer savvy, I just wasn't doing business on the computer the way I am now. So the and it's a good thing for me. I I enjoy that. I don't think I'll ever go back to a hundred percent face to face meetings. I like Zooms. I it's very efficient. Yeah, time, you know, a time. For sure, meeting with people and, and working out details on Zooms and and uh, meetings um, while I'm sitting at home is very much efficient for me. So it has changed it in a positive way.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the amount of time that you have to spend, you know, getting up, getting out of bed, getting ready, putting on clothes, getting in your car, putting gas in your car, driving when you have to go. Parking, yeah. getting out of the car, going in, like come on, all of those things I just said, you haven't even done yeah. the work yet, so <laughs> yeah
1: it's
0: it's yeah it's a it's a whole whole lot, and so the efficiencies that we were able to gain during the pandemic and and what this you know really means for me it 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 really means that we are. Sometimes we focus so much on what we lose that we don't realize what we gain. And I'm very grateful for all that we gained during the pandemic. I'm grateful for all that we learned that we did not have and the nuances and the new opportunities that became available as a result. The harvest is here and the time is now. It's your season to win.
2: Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real
0: estate. I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I am excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. Yes, we're talking about living beyond 2020 life and business lessons on thriving amidst a pandemic. And one of the biggest lessons that I learned is don't focus on what you think you lost. Um, Pay very close attention to what you may gain. Pay very close attention to the blessings and the opportunities that come with with change. And um, like Ophelia, make sure you are ready to pivot, but most importantly, something that you said, Ophelia. Thank you so much for being here with us and sharing. You said you learned everything about your craft. You, which means that you are not just an entrepreneur; you are a serial entrepreneur. So, <laughs> if if you, yeah, if you learned about appraisals and uh, mortgage lending as well as your real estate, that means those are additional streams of income and or streams of opportunity for partnerships to earn income. And so that's one of the things that I want to really, really focus on. And and I continue uh, to be a voice uh, for getting educated, getting educated. Every time you learn something new, you invest in yourself. Every time you learn something new, you create another opportunity for money to be made. Every time you learn something new, you create another opportunity for a new business uh, to be uh, you know, uh, produced uh, under your wing and, and then you have the opportunity to fly. So I am definitely an advocate for that. Um, before you go, Ophelia, tell us what, what's the most gratifying part of your job? I think that,
1: that the, going back to the reason re- that I started with, clients that just don't realize that they can have the american dream they can own a home they can put their their children in a financial position for the future when i had somebody the keys and they're in tears because they couldn't believe that they could get a home that's so gratifying to me when i know that i have changed somebody's life and they didn't even realize that they could own a home they could have some stability for their family you know they could invest in their future I love that because I love letting folks know that you know there is something better out there for you don't have to rent you don't have to be at the mercy of the world when it comes to you know controlling your destiny and your future I see people opening up businesses after they realize that Oh, I do. I can leverage my credit and I can leverage my equity and, you know, just educating people. I that's the most gratifying part of my job when people get to the end, when they get to the finish line. Yeah.
0: You know, I, what's gratifying for me is be it, and it's similar to you. um, And I always describe it this way because, you know, people say it gets lonely at the top, uh, meaning when you. Uh, when you change, you know, if you grew up a certain way in a certain neighborhood or uh, if you grew up in poverty and then you get an education and you kind of move to another level of being blessed, it's almost like you you yes. you leave people behind. But the truth is, for me, I'm always looking to bring people with me and I don't I don't need to get there first. I could be only I could be a level three. I could still help some ones. I might not be a 10. And so for me, I love helping people obtain the same same blessings or more than I've obtained. Um, I love breaking through and being a success in an area and then telling someone else, you can do this too. Um, It it just, it's a a light that comes on in me that I, I can't even really put fully into words, except to say that it is like breath you know, in my lungs. It is like the reason I live to help other folks be better, do better. And if I can share something that I've done to help them get there, then it is just all, it's all worth it. Um, where can people reach you, Ophelia? How can people get in touch with you?
1: My, they can give me a couple I'm working on my website, so that'll be coming soon. But as a of- Right now, they can reach out to me by phone. That's 432 Or or my they can email mail me at peakviewhomes at gmail That's p e a k b i e
0: w h o m e s at gmail.com. I love it. So that's peakviewhomes at uh, gmail com. If you are a member of New Wealth University you will find um, Othelia uh, as a part of our Diamond membership, and she'll be sharing more information uh, as the days, months, weeks, and years come along. I'm sure if you uh, are headed to either the Prosper Tour or Wealth Fest or any of our business trainings, you will very, very likely see Othelia there at a business training as well. And uh, I am just excited about uh, what all of this is. I think that we certainly, um, I have lost, you know, people during the pandemic. We've all, you know, either experienced lost, loss directly or we know someone who has. And it certainly has given, you know, me and all of us a new appreciation for life, uh, a new appreciation for just being a human in your right mind and being able to get to the next level. And what I want to say to others, uh, I want to say to those who are listening is this, is that, Folks like Ophelia, this is not an anomaly. Um, she is teaching, she is practicing what she, pre- she's teaching and preaching and practices what she preaches. And there are so many of us who are uh, on this path to help as many of you get to where it is that you're trying to go. And we're still also thriving and striving. So thank you, Othelia, for your tenacity. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for your consistency, for always showing up. Um, And thank you for what it is that you do for the world. Home ownership is still the foundation for building wealth. uh, And we still have more black and brown people to get into homes. The harvest is here. The time is now. It's your season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580, and this is Lynn Richardson, and we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time, and that means you. Let me tell you one thing that we believe in. We believe in collaboration, and I'm so excited about uh, Beyond 2020 Life and Business Lessons on Thriving Amidst a Pandemic. And uh, you may have heard some of these names. If you haven't, you will. But I just want to give a shout out to all of the uh, great uh, business-minded women who came together uh, for this uh, project. They were um, anointed and appointed for such a time as this. And um, I would be remiss if I did not um, tell you who they are so that uh, you can um, become knowledgeable about what it is that they do. Michelle Sanderson, Angelina Crosby Pagot, Ophelia Scholes, Nikki Cherie, the corporate MC. I love saying that about her. Diane Bowdry, uh, Andrea Hayden, Dr. Vanessa Daydenzine, De Virgie Bully, Dr. Katrina Pullum, Attorney Serena Williams, Attorney Michelle Miller, uh, Erica Blair McGrew. Ingrid LaVon Woolfolk and attorney Deidre Wood Stokes. You've heard some of these folks uh, here on the round table already. And for those uh, that you have not heard, you will hear. And um, of course, myself, yours truly, Lynn Richardson and um, the infamous and very well-loved and renowned MC Light. And we came together to write this book to provide a blueprint from different perspectives on how to grow, how to, how to thrive. Um, but more importantly, how to pivot, um, what would be your best advice or maybe, you know, the top two or three things that you would say, um, like to someone who doesn't just want to grow a business, but wants to thrive in a business and wants that business to be tremendously successful.
2: The first thing that I think of is collaboration is partnership. Because there are people all over who are attempting to do the same thing or attempting to do the thing that uh, goes hand in hand with what it is that you want to do. So say for instance, I want to start a clothing company. There are a lot of people out there that want to start a clothing company, but may not have the name or notoriety that will add what is needed for the marketing and the promotion of the item, but instead they know how to draw, they know how to put together the samples, or they know how to come up with a name and how to come up with a logo. And, you know, so there's all of these things, all of these uh, tentacles that come off of what is needed for a business. And I'm just number one for collaboration and partnership. And then the next thing that I would want to do is I would get get into some reading, you know, long ago when I started in this business, there were no books that explained, uh, mastering and sync licenses and publishing. And now there's all sorts of books, all sorts of information out there. And I think one source of information for business owners, no doubt is new wealth university. And I know I keep saying it, but to me, it's such a joy to be involved with someone who actually started it, who, who is the founder of New Wealth University, because there's nothing in finance that you cannot find on this platform. And so I would look to educate myself for all of the things that I think I might know. There's a host of other things that I don't.
0: The harvest is here and the time is now. It's your season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. So what is the action of the day and the word of the hour? The action of the day is to get connected, get connected, get connected and stay connected Uh, Do not be afraid of new opportunities, new partnerships, new friendships, uh, new opportunities to expand. And I'm also going to share the word of the day that goes along with that. The word of the day is the prayer of Jabez. And it's 1 Chronicles 4 and 10. And it very simply reads, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. If you are working at the grocery store, pray. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. If you are working at the hospital, the police station, uh, if you are on a, uh, a, a, a an assembly line, if you are in a plant, if you are a teacher, educated doctor, nurse, d- doctor, nurse, lawyer, whatever it is, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. That's what it's all about. It is about being blessed enough to bless others. You know, one of the things that we want when we start a business, we want income. But if you understand that the harvest is here and the time is now, you will know that it is your season to win. I'm also gonna say this. Yes, you want income, but more important than income, you want help. And if you want more help, then your job is to help somebody else. Your job is to see somebody else make it. Your job is to pull somebody else through what it is that you have gone through. Your job is to make the pathway a little bit easier, a little bit brighter, and a little bit shorter than the next person. I'm sorry, for the next person, than it was for yourself. So as you think about what it is you wanna do in business and how you wanna grow and how you wanna expand, I promise you, if you start to think about what you can do with your skills, your talent, your abilities, your natural gifts, and you start to pray about how to put that to use for other people, oh boy, your harvest is in the making. And it is here right now. And it doesn't matter how much education you have or don't have. It doesn't matter Uh, What they did or didn't do. It doesn't matter uh, if you messed up, you get the opportunity to start all over again. As it relates to the pandemic, my big brother, Les Brown, says if you can look up, you can get up. Russell Simmons says you can't fail until you quit. I stand with them both when I say that the harvest is here and the time is now. And yes, it is your season to win.